Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that kind of crap. I am Milo Dennison. I'm Jamie Fenderson. We're going to do a wheel spin. Here we go. We're going we're gonna to do, do... Do you want me to share my screen or you just want me to tell you? I don't care. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spin it and see where we're we Overwhelming enthusiasm. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. Here we go. We're spinning. We're, we're going to spin the, um, the, the wheel of, of fate for our year. 1999 really yeah <laughs> all right yeah that's cool right and then we're gonna spin we're gonna get our topic now oh we've got to find a request how do you do that when is that so that's a something a new a, something new we added for season three okay. where we actually have to find a request from someone who gets to pick the topic I so see. maybe one of our Twitter friends, maybe one of our real friends, maybe we, you know, we, we, get, we get to choose someone special to us and let them request our topic for 1999. Cool. Yeah. And then a list of four. List of four. So somebody's got to give us something that we can make a list of four out of. Yep. Someone. So we got to give someone a list of our topics. Um. And then they, they, they tell us what topic we have a list of four on and it's up to them. And okay. That, that's what's going on. Well, I guess uh, we'll be back in the future when uh, we've got the list. Yeah. And we're back. And we're back in the future. Yes, we are. I don't, I don't, I don't even know how long it's, it was. Um, I think it's only been like a week. Really? It's, this is a long week for me though. So it feels like it feels like a month. All right. Well, maybe but it's one of those weeks that, that just felt like it just wouldn't end. <laughs> I've had those weeks. Yeah. So the wheel said listener request list of four from 1999. And you put out a poll to mm-hmm. the Twitterverse. Yep. That's right. I put out a poll and I, I couldn't put every subject we do, but I, I put a number of subjects and overwhelmingly we got Music. People were interested in uh, exploring the music of 1999. Um, so we decided, hey, let's do that. And we're going to pick, and it was a list of four kind of deal. So we're going to pick two each, two of our favorite songs and their artists, and then two songs that we we just freaking hate, which 99 actually has a lot of both. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that too. Like, I was, go- I was like, wow, there's a lot of shitty songs coming out in 1999 <laughs> for such a great year for movies. It's interesting that it was such a terrible year for music. Yeah, so there's actually a lot to choose from. Um, yeah. So yeah, we we we're gonna we're gonna do that. I think we should start with the good ones and end on a low note because that's that seems to be better. <laughs> that's the way we roll. We, we let let's let's have our let's have our goodness and then break ourselves down into the badness because we're cynical like that. Okay. <laughs> so you want to name off your first song? You want me to go first? First favorite song? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Well, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. All right, go for it, bro. Let's hear it. Blondie, Maria, yeah. was released in January of 1999. I bought that CD, so I've I was a Blondie fan going into this CD coming out. And uh, it was on the album No Exit. And that song was 
it instant, like it was catchy. It was upbeat. It was fun to sing along with. It was their first album since 1982. So a long time in between albums, Debbie Harry still had the vocals and could just wail on them. Uh, just, yeah, a lot of fun. Great song. It was uh, written by the band's keyboardist, Jimmy Dursty. That's a good song. That's a good choice. Yeah. I remember 99, that song was really popular. And maybe younger people like, who, who the hell is Blondie? And who, who are these new? Who, what's this new act, Blondie? I'm like, no, they're not, they're not new. They were big back in like the early 80s, late yeah, 70s, 70s right? and 80s, yeah. And, the, and then they disappeared. And then suddenly they just burst onto the scene with this song in 1999. It's like, whoa, Blondie, where'd y'all come from? Where you been? This, is, this song's really good. Yeah, that was the crazy thing about it, because it's like this is a band you think of as an 80s band, an early 80s band. And yeah. a lot of those bands don't come out with new albums or if they do come out with a new album, it's usually not very good. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and this one was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was really popular. And 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 I think that's a good choice. Yeah, that that's a really good choice. I, I, I'll, I'll agree with you there. I'll agree with you. All right. Um, my song that I'm going to go with that I like so much is American Woman, which is Lenny Kravitz's remake of the original. I, I like that song. I like Lenny Kravitz because he's like super cool, right? He's like when when you look up cool in the dictionary, may you get a picture of Lenny Kravitz like that's he's just too cool for school, man. And then he did this song, which there are very few remakes that I think are even as good, if not better than the original. And I think this is one of them. Um, you know, that's American woman. Stay away. And he's all like super cool. And, you know, it's it was originally like an anti-war song. So but he, he, he managed to make it kind of cool and a little kind of on the patriotic side, I guess. But. It's just a cool remake. And it was one of the um, songs that was in Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. It was kind of Heather Graham's uh, character, her her kind of theme song, where she'd roll up in her car with the stars and stripes and be like, America. No, 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 no. Something she, like that. <laughs> so it was, I, I love that movie, by the way. Heather Graham is gorgeous in that movie. Yeah, totally. And uh, so that is, they're, they're at a club. And she's introduced, she comes in and she does a dance thing uh, to American Woman. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a good, I think that's a great remake. And I think Lev Lenny Kravitz is like, he's just super cool. And 99, he was at his coolest of cool. And that song, he had a lot of cool songs, but I think that's just a good, I, I don't like remakes typically, but if you nail it like he did, then, then um, I, I dig it. So yeah, and I remember it from The Spy Who Shagged Me, um, which is an awesome movie. And Heather Graham is, is you know, Heather, you know how this goes. Wine Bar Invo, just let me know. Just let me know. You, you got our contact form, Heather. But Lenny, if you want to hang out too, that's cool. Because we can go to the dive bar. We can put your stuff on the jukebox. And I'll be like, yo, what's up? I got Lenny Kravitz in the house. And everybody would be like, what? So cool. Everybody, oh, the whole town would go freak out, man. Yeah, but they're not going to want to, he's not going to want to listen to his own music in the jukebox. He's probably going to listen to something else. He probably likes his own, his own music. His own music, music is good. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good remake. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm, Lenny Kravitz is hit and miss with me 
but mm-hmm. I can't argue with you on the cool factor. He is a stud. So there's, there's, there's no getting around that. Well, do you know how he got his name? He's <clears> named after like an uncle who was like, who, who died in the Korean war single handedly f- like fighting enemies. So his platoon could escape and got like mm-hmm. medal of honor and all that. I mean, he's already named after someone cool. And then he's, he's just super cool, man. But yeah, that's mine. My uh, next one that I liked or still like actually is Learn to Fly by Foo Fighters. So this is, it came out in 99. The music video for this, it, it actually won them the best short form video award at the 43rd Grammys in 2000s. And it starts off and it's got Tenacious D on there. And the the guys from Tenacious D are on an airplane and they're hiding drugs on the airplane. And then the Foo Fighters come on, the, the guys from the band, and they're each playing like different characters that's in on the airplane. And what happens is the drugs get mixed with the coffee and everybody's all hyped up on the drugs and it falls upon the Foo Fighters to learn to fly the airplane and <laughs> uh, save the day, the three guys from the band. And it's funny looking at them too, because you look at them now and they're like long haired rocker things. And even back when um, Dave Grohl was in uh, Nirvana and stuff, but in, in at this era, Foo Fighters, they all had kind of like short, nicely cut hair, very kind of clean cut looking guys compared to how they are now. And then, and um, yeah, it's a lot of fun song. I still listen to the song. I'll still rock out to it. And um, it's weird because as we were mentioning when this opened, we picked this thing a couple of weeks ago and just yesterday, Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for the Foo Fighters died. So it's really weird that like on a day, day after, I mean, it's obviously, it's just a coincidence, but it is a weird thing that I'm picking a song that he played drums on. And, uh, and, uh, it's, it's a great, another fun song to rock out to. I think both my songs are good, fun. Let's rock out songs. Yeah. Good fun. Rock out songs. Yeah. I didn't know he died. It seems like that happens to us sometimes when you're talking about eighties, nineties stuff. And then, like remember we were talking about Dean Stockwell in the in the present tense, but we recorded it and then he like literally died some days later. Yeah. So you never know, man. But that's a good song too. Mm-hmm. I like how we're not like particularly fighting about our taste right now. Usually not yet, Jamie. Not, not yet. yet. <laughs> I haven't heard your next song. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the '90s. It's like this is this is you know most stuff cool in the '90s. So. Believe it or not, my second one is also was also in Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. I have and that it's, soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. Yeah, it I think it's soundtrack. one of the best soundtracks for a movie of the 90s, at least. And it's the Madonna's Beautiful Stranger song. Well, I like it. I, I just think it's kind of a kind of funky and kind of 60s style. And the video is kind of cool with her dancing around, just kind of like 60s style and funky. Um, and I think she maybe made it specifically for this movie because she even kind of had like a relationship with Mike Myers. She had done like Wayne's World skits and stuff with him in the past. So I think this was like kind of the 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 song uh, that that she made specifically for this movie, and that's why it's got that funky kind of '60s vibe to it. Um, but I, I think I think it's pretty good. I, I guess it's um. The, it's about an ex-boyfriend of hers, 
so that's why it's called beautiful stranger. It's like, she's talking about an ex-boyfriend that she had. Um, but it's, it's kind of cool. It's like, na, 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 beautiful stranger. It's kind of like funky. That's kind of fun song. I think that I think the whole soundtrack for the spy who shagged me that Austin Powers movie is pretty good. So I'm going with that one. I'm going with spy who shagged me this time around. All right. I mean, it's good soundtrack. I mean, not my favorite song on it, not my favorite Madonna song, but uh, at least it's not the worst song you could have picked uh, to <laughs> like. So I'll, I'll let it, I'll let it fly. I'll let it learn to fly and accept yeah, that okay, as a song. That. That I like. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, am I cool today? Am I Lenny Kravitz cool today? Or just no, no, uh, no. But uh, but you're not as uncool as you possibly could have been. Good for you. All right, <laughs> I'm feeling good today, guys. <laughs> All right. So to worse songs. Now this was a much harder harder choice because uh, there were a lot of crappy songs. But my it was there was first, a lot of shit. Ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you, you'll remember this one because it got played to death. Mambo number five. <laughs> yes. That's oh, on my list too. I, That's totally on my list. It does not surprise me at all. I fucking Luke hate Vega. that song, dude. Fuck that song so much. Oh, it's, it's so right, irritating. It it's so annoying. <laughs> like everything about that song sucks. And it got played everywhere. And <laughs> there were like, different versions of it and combis of it and like that halloween that year there was like a halloween version of it and it was just like oh, i hate that song still hate that song so much <laughs> i agree with you lou, lou bega yeah from germany actually and yeah i know yeah he's german what the <laughs> fuck he's doing like a mambo song <laughs> and he's and the video where he's like all mambo suit, Cuban, whatever. A little That's bit cool. of Monica by my side. A little bit of <laughs> Tina and <laughs> Melissa over here. A little bit of Jessica over here. What the hell are you talking about, dude? Oh, it's the worst. I don't know why that song was so popular. It was hard. I didn't like it back then. I didn't either. I, uh, I was working at AT&T at the time. And this girl that sat at the decks next to me. Uh, she loved that song and it was funny. I remember making fun of her for liking that song. She's like, I don't know. I know it's a terrible song, but I just love it. I love to put it on and it gets me upbeat and dancing and having a good time. And I'm like, no, 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 it doesn't. Oh man, that song's so bad. And, 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 you know, I'm a cheesy guy, I like cheesy stuff, but even I don't like, even at the time I didn't like that song. And even now, sometimes like if you watch late night TV or something like I do, you'll see Lou Vega, like on these like really low budget kind of like insurance commercials or whatever. He's like, Hey, it's, I'm Lou Bega. You should buy some insurance from this company, whatever. Cause he's doing that. He's still like milking that one hit wonder status. He's just milking it. That one hit wonder shit song that every guilty pleasure song status. And he's just, he's milking it, dude. God, I hate that song so much. Yeah. And I hate that song. It was the same. Yeah it's, a remake. <laughs> yeah, it's not even like so. The tune of it is no, is a mambo song, and then he actually did write the lyrics up for it, which then got him in legal controversy with the the people that actually own the original song, and so they had this huge copyright violation lawsuit that went on for years and stuff. Um, he eventually did win that because he changed the song enough to where it was declared 
a new song. But yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a remake that he added these terrible lyrics to. Oh, I know. It's just so bad. Um, and, 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 and what makes it worse is, like you say, it was just ubiquitous. It just, it, it, it was everywhere. Like you walk into a grocery store, fucking song again. Here we go. Lou Bag, a little bit of doo 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 doo. God, hang me. I hated that song. And it was torture doing this episode because I had to look for songs that I hated. And, and I knew that this was it. And I had to explore this song again. And, and just did remind you start myself. Listen- yeah. Did you play the music video for like a minute and then like, I couldn't yeah. stand it anymore. And then you had and to stop. Like, I, can't that's what even, I, did. I can't even get through it because no. I just hate it so much. Um, and I don't hate a lot of things, but I hate this song. It's like right up there with my ex mom in law. It's like, that's how much I hate this song, bro. So yeah, yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> so if you haven't heard this song, listeners, don't, don't listen to it. Like I'm warning you, don't. Um, but if you do just, listen to it, then listen to it like 5,000 times in a yeah. row and you <laughs> and will then, know. And then make sure no matter where you go, you at least listen to it. Like yes. if you go into the McDonald's, like play it, just go. If you go somewhere else, play it. If you go to work, play it like five times while you're at your office. Every time you turn play on it your all car the radio, have that playing. Yeah. Every time you turn on. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. So we think alike here. <laughs> totally. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, then that means we've each got one more for the hate section. Do you want to go yep. or you want me to do it? Um, I'll go because you you brought up the Lou Lou Bega Lou 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 Bega thing, and I right. totally like agreed with you. Um, but here here's another one I just hate, and I don't like this band either. And I got a lot of friends, maybe a little bit younger than me, that just love this band, but I don't get it. It's "What's My Age Again" by Blink One Eighty Two. It's just so annoying. It's it's this juvenile. I'm in my twenties, but I'm still acting like a teenager and this kind of a post punk, like pop punk, you know, like back in the early eighties, like punk was something kind of like it, it, it did have that kind of angry whine to it because it was like anti-establishment, but this pop punk just sounds, you know, petulant, like whiny, petulant babies, I, I freaking hate this song and I hate this band too. I don't know why people like this Blink-182 so much. I, I I don't get it. I got a lot of friends who do like it, but I think it's I, like if, if Anakin Skywalker in, in the, in, 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 you know, in the, in the star Wars prequels had a, had a sound this, this would be it kind of this whiny petulant Obi-Wan's holding me back. Just <laughs> drive me nuts, man. Um, so that's, 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 that's what I feel about you. Blink, blink 182. <laughs> I, um, I, I kind of liked a couple of their songs, but I'm kind of with you on this one. I don't hate it, but I, I don't like it. Like, I mean, if it, if it's on, I'll skip it. You know, like it's, I don't have it in any playlists. If somebody else is playing it, it's like, fine, I'll listen to it because you're playing it. But I'm, you know, I'm personally would never pick it for anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you don't like it, but I kind of hate it because I think to me, it sounds like that chalkboard fingernails on chalkboard 
when this song comes on, it's nah, 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 yeah, just and it is. It's I, I think that's the this this kind of petulance, but it's a very um uh contrived petulance, right? It's we're really trying to be like ooh, it you know like yeah, we're so punk rock. Yeah, but we're not yeah. punk rockers. Really. But we're totally not. We're just I, I like that term. Pump, pop punk pop like pop it. punk yeah it's basically it's basically pop punk pop punk um and it's 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 really this contrived petulance that i i don't dig and so blink 182 if you're listening um if you're still making music stop stop <laughs> i don't like you <laughs> you're not invited to the bars that we're telling the dive you bar or the- in issaquah blink 182 <laughs> you're not allowed in this town man you're just I mean, I can't stop you, but I'll probably protest out by the library like, no, Blink-182, go home. Get me out there with a sign all alone. Screw <laughs> you, Blink-182. Yes, quad doesn't like you. Go home. All right. Well, you did mention the word term uh, like nails on a scratching board, on, an, on a chalkboard. And, of course, nothing says nails on a chalkboard like Pearl Jam. And this remake last kiss oh god i hate it this is on the list of songs of why i hate pearl jam this song is so terrible and the thing is i like the original the original is a good song and they went out and somehow made managed to make a good song so bad that it almost kind of ruins the original you know like how is that possible that you guys could ruin an original song by the your version of it. It's so awful. It, it was actually, it was funny because it was on an album that was for um, Kosovo War Refugees. And originally, I think it was like a B-side of something that they did. So it wasn't even like really a song that they cared that much about. There's, yeah, just throw it on this album, charity album, whatever. And then it became this huge hit that people loved and like, oh, it's so sad. They're driving down the road and then they hit the brain and it's got, you know, Eddie Vedder singing it and it's so sad. Oh, never see my baby again. I fucking hate this song. I hate Pearl Jam so much. Fuck Pearl Jam and fuck Last Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm with you. Like, I was never a huge Pearl Jam fan. And we're from here, but I guess that's kind of heresy for us to say so. It is. But uh, yeah, I think looking back, it, again, it's more of that contrived kind of, oh, we're so deep, kind of like, oh, <laughs> the world's hard. Oh. <laughs> Take so is my turn. <laughs> I can't pass it. <laughs> I'm so backed up. That's why I wasn't paying attention on the road as I was driving in the rain and I swerved <laughs> and my baby died in my arms. Yeah, oh, like the thing, they got this huge hit out of a song that they didn't even write and they ruined it. They ruined it. Yeah, that's pretty bad when like your your remake of a good song is so bad that the good song isn't is diminished. Like it's not the original isn't even as good anymore because yep. the remake was so bad. <laughs> it's like whoever did the first top song is spinning in their grave. Like, Oh, I just lost heaven points up here. How did that happen? Yeah, exactly. They're sitting up there all happy and stuff. And then something's like, they get downgraded and they're like, what, what, I just what did here? I do? 
Right now, Pearl Jam. I was up here song. the whole time. Though, someone, re- <laughs> someone remade your song, and it was so bad that uh, you just lost some some heaven points. You got downgraded. Yeah, <laughs> it's not fair at all. Yeah, welcome to heaven. <laughs> okay, well, folks, um, you heard it here. These are the two songs from '99, and two songs that we love and we hate. Uh, let us know if you agree with these songs. You can contact us on Twitter at the 80s and 90s com. Shoot us a message. Shoot us a mem with your song. Let us know your preference. Instead of saying we are out of here like like I usually do, I'm going to end it with this. A little bit of Monica in my no, no, life. No, 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 a little no, bit of Erica no, by stop, my side. Stop, stop, a little stop, bit no. of Rita is all no. I need. A little no, bit of Tita no. is what I see. A little no. bit of Sandra in the no, sun. No, no. A little bit of Mary all night long. <laughs> a little bit of Jessica, here I am. A little bit of you makes me your man. <laughs> no, stop. No, no, <laughs> please stop. I'll, I'll give you anything. Stop. <laughs> What what if what if like what if Lou Vega and, and like joined Blink One Eighty Two World's worst kind band of, tour? Yeah, and then <laughs> the Pearl Jam and they're opening for Pearl Jam. Lou Vega <laughs> and Blink Eighty Five opening for Pearl Jam this week. Get your tickets now at the Emerald Queen Casino. <laughs> That's some bad shit. Ha, ha, ha.